3: I showed a video. It was one of these uh, embarrassing photo ops of Mike Pence, the vice president, carrying boxes, delivering PPE to a facility for senior citizens. It was a publicity stunt to show how much they're doing. But that happens in politics. Okay, fine. The trouble started because at one point in the video, after awkwardly lugging a heavy box to the door, Mike Pence finds some empty boxes in the back of the van Why there were empty boxes in the back of the van, I don't know. But he finds them. He says, can I just carry the empty ones just for the camera, which turns out he was joking. How anyone could tell when Mike Pence is joking, I don't know. I didn't know, but he was joking. I didn't know because I'd only watched part of the video. It turns out there were 29 minutes of this on C-SPAN that apparently indicate he was joking about carrying the empty boxes for the cameras, which, again, I didn't know. But I should have watched the whole thing. I guess. Bottom line is, I was wrong. He was joking. I didn't know I made a mistake. And when I found out I was wrong, I acknowledged it by taking the video down and tweeting an apology of sorts, to the best of my ability. Apologizing to the Trump administration for spreading untruth is like apologizing to Barry Bonds for using steroids.
0: Um. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard about the original, so that's cleared up. That's not as egregious as the Meet the press thing
4: that uh, Chuck Todd did. Right. I'd heard um I'd heard them grouped together. Uh, they're they're extremely different. I mean they're both media inaccuracy, but come on, you got a comedian Yeah, and if you're
0: just trying to find something funny and it comes across your desk, you just
4: you just run with it. Making a joke about a joke in the very different we'll standards. F- oh yeah. heck yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah. Chuck <laughs> Todd deliberately yeah. lying. That's an
0: excellent Slippy point. Sean. Chuck Todd who... What are my standards out of my late-night uh, comedians? Yeah. Make me laugh. They're, they're sh- they're, well, there used to be a standard for your meets the press, but those those kind of things have uh, gone away. That was, that was so bad. I, I tell you what, God dang it. If I was in the business of trying to get Trump removed from office, I'd be writing letters personally to some of these newspapers and media outlets uh-huh. saying, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? You're hurting our cause.
4: Got to be uh, clickbait. It's just their highest priority is clickbait. Whatever sounds most exciting, or they figure we're betting on the the whole uh, resistance thing. So whatever's the most anti-Trump, that's what we'll we'll, we'll uh,
0: tout. I want to hit you with a couple of follow-ups that we got. If you were listening last hour to the Waffle House story, you'll know what I'm talking about. If you weren't, I guess you should check out the podcast. Uh, there's a girl who's dating a guy, and every time he, every time they go to the Waffle House, he gets in a fight with the same cook because <laughs> the eggs aren't cooked right. Because L- the eggs,
4: but literally fisticuffs
0: six or seven times. Anyway, uh, the boyfriend and the Waffle House cook clearly have a wily coyote Ralph the sheepdog codependency going. They're mortal enemies defined by the laws of nature and continue to antagonize each other out of respect for those laws. Wiley Coyote and Ralph the dog? That's yeah. pretty good. I love that one. Yeah. That's one of my favorites. My kids love that too. And uh, we got this. Uh, my favorite Waffle House experience is watching a fight in the parking lot in which both fighters stopped because they were so worn out. Both groups went in, ate, uh, re-energized, then exited into the parking lot and resumed their fight like an old wow. John Wayne movie.
4: Wow. It's
0: likes to fight, guy. Yeah. Some people enjoy fighting. Those people frighten me, but I have known them. They they Their evening is not complete if they didn't get into a fight.
4: Yeah. Yeah, generally, it's somebody whose dad roughed them up. They have to regain that power over their situation. Oh. But as a guy with small hands and short arms, punching people just isn't that uh, good an idea for me. So otherwise, I'd just be brawling all the time.
0: <laughs> it's all kinds of bad idea, but...
4: Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, I was looking at that uh, that dang old shooting um, that uh, everybody's talking about. Uh, Ahmaud Arbery? Um, and, and people are trying to... Tie it to the George Zimmerman, Trayvon Martin thing. And I will tell you this. Uh, I'm, a, 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 I'm, I'm not a fan of pitching overly simplistic arguments at one side or the other. I think there is a very good chance that uh, both of those young men were committing crimes of various levels. But I would tell the neighborhood watch with a gun guy... If you confront somebody legitimately and you are armed, their fight or flight uh, response will be engaged in such a way that you might find extremely difficult to deal with. You don't understand what you are perhaps causing. So anybody who thinks that sort of thing is, is cool and easy and simple, it's not. You know, no matter who's guilty of what, and I don't, I don't know who's guilty of what, but, yeah. Yeah, people get a little freaked out when you say stop and then you have your hand on your gun.
0: So, uh, we got this text this morning. Flying oh, Ameri-
4: I, I, let me save you writing your angry emails. So we should just let people get away with crime? There, there you go. Just sign your name and send it.
0: Somebody texted this. Flying American to Dallas this morning. Fairly crowded. Most rows full, including middle seats. Wow. Is America starting to fly again? I know my my commute is pretty dang close to normal. Uh, on the way in and home, I have had a, a slowdown the last two days. First slowdowns in two and a half months because usually on the way home there's a bit of a traffic jam. Mm. Hadn't had one for two and a half months, so they're back. Wow. So
4: yeah, little D is our daughter, our youngest is flying back to her college town in a couple of days. Coast to coast, we'll have to see. Uh, I'll get a description from her what she sees at the airports and the rest of it.
0: Oh, and uh, have we dug up the audio? Uh, Brian Adams went on an expletive laced tirade about China and the coronavirus. We gotta, we gotta come up with that. Brian Adams, the singer, cuts like a knife.
4: Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Well, actually, I, I think since he went on a f bomb China bad eating wet market animal falling yes! tirade, yes, I should uh, go with one of his songs like everything I everything I do. I do it for you that kind of song
4: oof that made me less alive
0: yeah he uh, so maybe we'll play that for you later he lost his mind but uh new york post did a good rundown i thought yesterday of all the officials in the obama administration what they said when they were on uh, various cable channels and talking to various newspapers about oh, yeah. russian collusion and then what they actually said when they were being you know under oath behind closed doors and, man it's it is quite the laundry list and it's it, it how it is not getting, not more media attention, but any media attention is, uh, well, it shows you where we are.
4: Shocking yet unsurprising. Shows it you where we are. It is all about the narrative. If it fits, you put it in. If it doesn't, you leave it out, no matter how enormous it is.
0: I don't know what to do going forward as a consumer of news. I don't... I. I. I
4: is there any point in even paying attention at all? You have to go to two or three sources to get anything close to a complete picture, which is A, time-consuming, and B, a drag. Like, there was a story, it got
0: a lot of attention a week or so ago. It was the big Sunday morning New York Times story that they are talking about on all the talk shows. That Trump had screamed at his campaign manager about his oh, yeah. poll numbers going down. And I thought, there's at least a 50/50 chance that didn't happen at all. Mm-hmm. There's a about 80 percent chance no, no, 90 percent chance it didn't happen the way it's being portrayed in the New York Times. They're talking about it on all the Sunday talk shows as if it's word-for-word word correct reporting. And like I said, there's at least a 50/50 chance it didn't happen
4: at all. And can we throw in a quarter cup of "So what if it did?"
0: Right, Yeah to exactly. the recipe?:
4: Yeah. But presidents yell at their aides occasionally. But <laughs> it uh, happens.
0: But there's a decent chance it didn't happen at all. At all. Right? It's just just completely made up.
4: Yes. In the New York
0: Times, being discussed on Face the Nation with a round table of
4: experts. If you can have Susan Rice, for instance, and I'm sure you'll get to some of this, repeatedly on the show saying, I have seen evidence that is very troubling. And let me just say this. If Vladimir Putin had instructed Donald Trump what to do, it couldn't have gone any better than it did. Having testified only a few months before that, no, there's no evidence. If people are willing to lie that blatantly, well, then hell yeah. They'll lie like you're the, describing. The
0: key is, are various people trying to cover their tracks from, uh-oh, we shouldn't have spied on this guy. They didn't think he was going to get elected, so it wouldn't have made any difference. Right. Listening in on phone calls for some failed presidential candidates, you know, aid is no big deal. Right. Guy gets elected president, it's all of a sudden a really big deal.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you were about to be the best friend of the referee. Hillary Clinton was about to get elected America's referee. So you're fine with committing some fouls. And then the other guy got elected.
0: Uh-oh. Well, and it's been pointed out by a bunch of different people, they commit these fouls all the time. Mm-hmm. The government does, the FBI does, the, the various intelligence services. They do this all the time. If they think somebody might be guilty of something, they come up with a way... The FISA court thing is a rubber stamp. They agree, what is it, 99.9% of them they approve, mm-hmm. whatever you ask for. So if you think, ah, that guy seems a little hinky, you can get the opportunity, the rubber stamp, to listen to their phone calls, read their emails, or whatever.
4: Right, or or tell you, hey, uh, you know, listen, you're not cooperating on this, uh, this uh, plea that we want you to make here. You know, it's funny, we just saw your son smoking a little pot. That's possession with intent to distribute. I wonder whether we're going to pursue those charges. Let's talk a little more about your plea deal. That sort of stuff goes on a lot, too.
0: But so it's unholy. They, but so they did it. They thought, this is weird what's going on with Trump and Russia. There's something in the emails. What's happening? So they started looking at it and thinking, there's, not even crossing their mind that he ended up being president. He gets elected right. president, and all of a sudden you got a big problem. Right. I wonder if that's just what's driving everything here.
4: That is most of the answer, if not all
0: of it. Yeah. And I wonder if that'll ever be nailed down and... We discussed yesterday. Will anybody pay any sort of price? I don't. As, I never assume anybody will pay a price for any of these things. Rarely does anybody.
4: Nope. You drag your feet long enough, people lose interest.
0: Anyway, our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. A more questioning going on. A doctor Fauci will bring you any highlights if uh, any come along. reports new coronas coronavirus uh breakout have you seen this story came out yesterday afternoon
4: yeah i have like everything from china i take it with a shaker of salt
0: five new cases what's that all about well why 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 would they tell us that was my first thought if it happened why would they tell us
1: Donald Trump
4: don't trust China. And is it five cases or 5,000? We don't know. They've announced they're going to test every man, woman, and child in Wuhan, 13 million people. Figure Uh, out who's got the bat virus, uh, the uh, Chairman Xi's Chinese uh, bat fever, and lock them down. Padlock their front door again.
0: But anyway, uh, different topic. Joe Biden and the whole uh, sex allegation thing. The Washington Examiner editorial board... Went with this headline yesterday. Joe Biden would be found guilty of rape under the Title IX standard he supports. Uh Despite evidence supporting charges that he raped a subordinate in 1993, Joe Biden deserves the benefit of the doubt. Or he would deserve it were he not such a hypocrite as to deny that benefit to others. In 2011, the Obama administration, in which Biden was a boastfully proud member, released a Dear Colleague letter instructing colleges and universities on how to handle sexual assault allegations under Title IX. In practice, um, this guidance threatened to withdraw federal funds from colleges that failed to convict and expel all students accused of sexual assault. That's the way the federal government does with so many different things. I remember getting angry about this about a motorcycle helmet law in a state I lived in. Uh, you can do whatever you want, but if you uh, if you don't uh, you know, change the speed limit, Oh, ma- make mandatory these helmets, order, but we're yanking your highway funding. Exactly. Yep. Which is really maddening. But anyway, so that's what they did with the universities. Oh, well, this is just a suggestion. Uh, these new uh, sexual assault allegation rules, um, but we're going to take your funding. So colleges went along with it. Went along with it. Biden enthusiastically supported the measure. Anyone can make a mistake, but Biden has not learned from his mistake or withdrawn his support, even after it is crystal clear that the policy is a disaster. Lives of innocent students have been ruined. Yet Biden is promising to reinstate the guilty until proven innocent standard, which the Trump administration has ended if he wins the presidency. Under this obscene standard, Biden himself would almost certainly be found guilty of rape. Oh, yeah. Yep. The results of the Obama administration's Title IX policy were catastrophic. In case after case, college men were denied basic due process rights that defendants and civilized nations take for granted. They could not confront accusers, question witnesses, compel the production of exculpatory evidence, be represented by counsel, be presumed innocent, or even in some cases, know the charges leveled against them. That's my favorite one. We're not even going to tell you what they're claiming. We're not going to tell you
4: who's claiming it? Because that would violate the privacy of the accuser.
0: We're not going to tell you when it happened, what happened, or who's claiming it, but you've got to go. And by the way, in the United States of America,
4: if we don't throw you out, we're risking our Title IX funding, so we have an enormous financial incentive to throw you out of school, regardless of the facts. Yeah, great system, Uncle Joe, brilliant.
0: Under threat of being defunded by the Obama administration, colleges held kangaroo courts and condemned students to ignom... Ign- I can't say that word. Ignominiousness. Yes on little or no evidence, and sometimes even in spite of compelling exculpatory evidence that was simply disallowed or ignored.
4: Right. They could not suffer for saying, this is just too weird and vague, and, and, and frankly, your testimony is compelling. We're going to let you go. There's no upside to that. There was only upside to throwing usually young men off campus and branding them as, as sexual predators.
0: They gave an example and uh, you know, I'm sure they took uh, an example that's on the extreme end, but it doesn't make any difference. Although there are many, it, many yeah. of them. And yeah. and you know, and if it if it if it flew under the guidelines, it's troubling. Um, a guy who doesn't even remember it happening, he was so drunk, or thinks he might have been passed out. This girl, um, uh, did the Monica Lewinsky treatment to him. Mm. He has no memory of it whatsoever. She bragged to friends about it because the texts exist. This is the exculpatory evidence that they are they're talking about there. They were able to get a hold of the text of her bragging about it and talking about it and being perfectly fine with it. And weeks later she went to the college and said that she didn't want to do that and she was drunk also and he got booted out of college.
4: Wow. Wow. Yeah, and there are hundreds and hundreds of cases like that. It's just uh...
0: But again, the the most troubling part is that existed. It went away and Biden is is promising to bring it back, even though he's got this hanging out there. Yeah. That's really hard to wrap your head around.
4: Yeah, well, uh, I'm I'm hoping we don't find out whether that's true and whether it will happen. Civil rights organizations that have any spine whatsoever will go crazy if that happens, because Title IX was just nakedly, no pun intended, uh, nakedly unfair and un-American. It's horrible.
0: You're not going to work the word intercourse into this conversation, are you? Like I'm, Joe Biden does all the time. I'm thinking about it, I'm trying to. The come intercourse up with, with the legislative legislative branch will uh, not go well.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's just so ugly. But uh, again, it, it sways the uh, the halfwit voters of America well, who just run on emotion.
0: In, in his his defense for his position, what's he going to do? Change his mind? How would he explain that?
4: I don't know. Shuffle his feet and just change the subject.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
4: The government has declared them essential. The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: This will be one of the first opportunities for Dr. Fauci to tell the American people the unvarnished truth without the president lurking over his shoulder. Dr. Fauci, let it rip.
2: It's just hilarious. (laughs)
4: <laughs> absolutely hilarious yeah. and insidious that was quite something the unspoken message being dr fauci has not been telling us the truth because he's terrified of trump but now that he's on the phone or his face phone from his home now he can finally tell us that what are you it's, talking it's about? dumb
0: on a whole bunch of different levels because oh. first you got to believe that fauci's not the kind of guy that would immediately go to the New York Times or the Washington Post or whoever with the truth. Well, he stands at a microphone every freaking day. He can right. tell the truth
4: there if he wants to. Well, and the idea that uh, now he can finally tell the truth, and he's going to go back to work tomorrow.
0: Right. Because he's physically, but but he's but he can tell the truth because he's not physically adjacent to the president. Correct. So it must be because the president's right. going to actually jump on him like they're at a Waffle House and, and start cheating on him. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs>
4: <laughs> President carries a cattle prod under his oversized sport coat, and he's just going to jab him with it. It's one, just ridiculous.
0: One in three Americans are planning to take a road trip this summer. God, I hope so. We're talking about this. Uh, my kids are going When can we go see Grandma and Grandpa? When can we do that? I don't know. I don't know if we're going on a vacation this summer or not.
4: I don't have any idea. I had not one but two vacations, owe a lifetime, schedule for this calendar year. They're both canceled, and I have no idea what we're going to do or where we're going to go. I just don't you have. Any come over to my flu. place if you want. Thanks. <laughs> that'd be great.
0: <laughs> oh, by the way, we got good ratings information uh, um, uh, for Los Angeles. Proud to be on KBC and Actually, be seen
4: quite a number of places, if your, I
0: recall correctly. But yeah, your LA, LA in particular. Be your morning show in Los Angeles on KBC, and uh, you know I'm not going to. I'm not going to say anything bad about other people that have held this very time slot on this station.
2: No. No, don't. But we're better than them. Well. well true. That's, At least a, that's more a good thing about us. That's it, not a bad thing right, about right. them. They were fine, capable radio yeah. professionals. And it's so not We a, just you, have a much better show.
0: It's not my opinion. It's according to the experts. It's the ratings. The world's better. Oh, so yeah. I, just, I don't it's make up the ratings. Oh, the numbers are in. Just, They're right, in. The right. numbers are the numbers. What, are you going to lie with numbers? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Anyway, if you like the show, thanks for listening. If you don't like the show, just shut up. Mind your own business. Exactly.
0: So it's not your cup of tea. What? You know what it costs you? Freaking nothing.
4: All right. Got this note from Tony. I was talking with my mother over the weekend. She said she heard, uh, her friend's father died of a heart attack, was talking to the friend and the hospital put on the chart. He died of COVID-19. The hospital told my mother's friend, well, we put the cause of death on there because we're paid more, um, than a heart attack patient. Have you heard of hospitals getting paid more if they say people die of COVID-19? Yes, Tony, yes. There is a federal government uh compensation for hospitals that deal with COVID-19 cases. So they have an enormous financial incentive. If they have the slightest suspicion, or I'd guess
2: in some cases, no suspicion whatsoever, to, to call it a COVID nineteen death, it's something that Elon Musk talked about. I was it last week or earlier yeah. that we play where he was saying it's the combination of of that incentive of these stimulus programs with hospitals no longer doing the other things that used to make them money. They're right. already having to furlough doctors. It's a real interesting moral conundrum of, do I put this here so I can keep doctors on the payroll? So you
4: have given them an incentive to say it's COVID-19, and you have put them in a a situation of desperation. Yes. So that sort of uh, activity, well, desperate times call for desperate measures. Um, and so you're more likely to get those desperate measures. Now, well, the
0: pushback is there's no proof that that's actually happening. My pushback would be you're ignoring human nature. Right. And uh, the, the whole point of the financial
4: incentives. Well, right. And if Chuck Todd or Wolf Blitzer or, or whomever on MSNBC were here, they'd say, So you think this is a hoax? No. No, I'm suggesting that the rate of COVID deaths might be uh, exaggerated by 5% or. 15% or 25%. I don't know what that number is, but it would be, as Jack pointed out quite uh, eloquently, you would be ignoring all of human nature if you think it isn't being exaggerated some. So yeah, Tony, that's absolutely true that that's happening. I, t- and, and listen, I've talked to a couple of friends and acquaintances who are doctors and, and dentists too, for that matter. Who are saying this is this is just
2: They're not chiropractors crazy? It's the sort of worst kind.
4: <laughs> we're we're having to lay people off, we're having to furlough people, we're losing money, uh, loans are, go- are going unpaid, and I am one hundred percent confident I could safely whatever fix somebody's knee. Hmm. But because the the blanket guidelines are out there, and and every single life is priceless that you have. Oh, you know we ought to replay right now. God dang it! I'm glad it popped in my head, Sean. Please, every life is precious. Well, we'll agreed, but lives on both sides of the ledger. Let's hear clip number thirty-one. Well, in Franklin County, Ohio, drug overdose deaths this year are up fifty percent over a year ago. Deaths. Many other counties are reporting similar trends. A report by IQVIA, a health analytics company, estimates that eighty thousand cancer diagnoses have been missed in this country thanks to delayed medical care. Eighty thousand. What will be the outcomes there? Calls to the federal
3: emotional support hotline have surged a thousand percent. And then, of course, and this is secondary, but there is the economic damage which will reverberate for decades. Thirty million Americans, more actually, have lost their jobs so far.
4: So those are lives, cost not by the coronavirus, but by the reaction. Anybody who doesn't include those lives in the math is, well, they shouldn't be trusted with any uh, responsibility whatsoever.
0: Somebody uh, texted that. Um, his name flitted out of my head. Lives in San Francisco, claims he listens to us, wears a ball cap and talked about Ford oh, trucks. Oh, Mike Rowe. Mike Rowe.
4: <laughs> um, Shout out, Mike.
0: His thing is safety second. Yeah. Um, no, productivity making a profit is first. Right?
4: I mean, unless you you're talking about
0: something that's wildly unsafe. But I'm looking at the counties around where I live. Even then, I think you got to make p- productivity first. Or that you can't, there's no point in being in business. Well, right.
4: Yeah, I'm just uh, right. Um, I'm looking at, uh, you know, big metro areas. Okay, pretty impressive death toll, but very few recently. And in your collar counties uh, around an uh, LA, a uh, South San Diego. A uh, Sacramento, you have, uh, there's two deaths, there's eight, there's zero, there's zero, there's zero, there's 29, there's two, there's zero, there's 20. You're telling me in those zero and two counties, they can't be doing knee replacements, for instance, or oral surgery or whatever? Why?
0: I accidentally revealed earlier that I can receive photos on the text line and uh, Oh lord. Sean thought I was going to have a long day. So Possibly far, Possibly the terrible. biggest
2: mistake in a life that I'm sure is littered with lots
4: of <laughs> Oh, oh, you know what? You know what? Let me I'm sorry. Let me let me finish this really quickly. I'm I'm looking at LA County which has had 1570 deaths, which is obviously something to get your attention, but Ventura County which is cheek Pajao, I mean it's right next door, 19 total. And that is stalled completely Santa Barbara County, one more county up the coast, 11 uh, Kern County, uh, across the uh, the Grapevine there, you got fifteen deaths total. San Bernardino County, one hundred fifteen. So there's absolutely no reason why uh, uh, elective medical procedures should not be going on in those places. All right, end of screed. Yes,
0: our text line is four one five two nine five KFTC. the pictures right four one five two nine five KFTC. But when I when I look at a text, I can see earlier texts, and I I wish I'd have read this one last week when this would have been funnier because it was hot at the time, and now it seems old and tired, but. I thought this was funny. What are murder hornets and how much toilet paper do we need to buy? <laughs> that would have been really funny a week ago when that was a hard news story.
4: <laughs> it's a new crisis. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> Burr. People are still hoarding this stuff. I don't know what you're doing with it. Is it just that they're buying home toilet paper because a significant percentage of the population is not going through office toilet paper? So somewhere no. there's an office toilet paper provider that has a glut. No people, warehouses piling up. People
0: have to be caught up on hand sanitizer, toilet paper, and all this stuff. They, you have to be. You're just buying to be buying. You, you're a hoarder. You've mm. got a problem. You got to stop. Stop standing in line at Costco on Saturdays and buying more. You yeah. don't need
2: more. But when I say that about billionaires and their money, you call me a socialist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you you got enough stuff. Just to, to, you know, find something else to do with your time.
2: So, moms and dads, you're uh,
4: wondering when the heck the uh, little rugrats are going to go back to school. Dr. Fauci got into an interesting exchange with... Um... Finally, without Trump leering over his shoulder. Exactly.
2: Let it rip, Fauci. Let
4: it rip, Fauci. <laughs> uh I Whatever. think you will, you will find it interesting, and you will find it starkly in contrast to the coverage of this crap by the media. Stay with us.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
0: been any sort of kind of risk-benefit ratio for the child. Yes, they are at risk for Kawasaki's, but they are at particular risk for missing out on a year of
1: education, particularly for those from less than rich backgrounds. I guess I'm very concerned about that tension. What are your thoughts on that? No, you, you make a very good point, Senator Cassidy, that are obviously very difficult of the unintended consequences of trying to do something that broadly is important for the public health and the risk of having a return or a resurgence of an outbreak and the unintended deleterious consequences of having children out of school. We fully appreciate that. I don't have an easy answer to that. Uh, I I just don't. You just have to see on a step-by-step basis as we get into the the period of time with the fall about reopening the schools exactly where we will be in the dynamics of the outbreak
0: I remember how shocking it was when they announced my kid's school was closed. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. Do you know what? I'm and, sorry. And, that, and then, you know, then it, that was for a month, which just seemed amazing. And now it's the rest of the year. And now some people are talking about not going back to school
4: next fall. Among things that don't exist, unicorns and the whole Dr. Fauci says we should stay closed and the president says we should open. That does not exist. That fight. It exists only on the pages of the New York Times and the Washington Post and all the broadcast and cable networks. Fauci, as always, said, yeah, that's absolutely a good question. we got to balance those things. And I guess we go step by step, uh, you know, and we edited some of the answer. But long and short of it was, you know, depending on what's going on in your local area, absolutely. We've got to get the kids back to school.
0: Boy, uh, I mean, teachers already have the problem of students showing up to school in uh wildly different situations mm-hmm. you know you got parents that are tiger parents who your your kid shows up to their first cello practice already <laughs> a cello player right um and uh, you know everything else that goes with it and then and then and then kids that show up don't know their abcs and um you start from scratch well man that disparity is going to be crazy if they're out for you know even another several months at the start of next year it'd be hard to teach at all grades when you've got the kids where the parents have kept up perfectly, halfway, which I'm probably closer to,
4: and uh, and not at all. <laughs> well, the kids that are doing nothing. I think halfway is pretty common. Um, yeah, well, you'll almost have to assign people to grades purely by aptitude.
0: Yeah, it'd probably be a better idea. And maybe that yeah. would be a better idea anyway. Maybe, that, maybe that'd be the revolutionizing <laughs> school How about instead of just assigning it to age, we kind of figure out where everybody is and put those people together. It'd be better for everybody.
4: Right. There are schools that do that sort of thing, and it's usually really effective. You have to balance some social things. You know, you don't want an 18-year-old learning with 12-year-olds for various interpersonal dynamics. Why not? I would crush at recess. (laughs) Yeah. That's one of them right there. And or sexual stuff or whatever. A year or two, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, and you'd you'd not say first grade, second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade. You'd have, like, multi-year, you know, level one, level two, which would have a a mix of students from different years. But, you know, again, just to hammer this, because I want people to, for goodness sakes, take away what liars the media are. That whole fake argument, open versus be safe, it doesn't exist. Except on the lunatic fringes. Everybody is in agreement. Maybe not to, you know, the same degree, but how cautious to be versus how aggressive to be to get the economy and learning and everything else going. It's just a question of degrees. There is no, there, are, well, okay, you do have your jackass lunatic fringe that are way at one end or way at the other. But cable news, would you have you believe everybody's at those opposites?
0: You know what I'm doing the worst job of as a parent of what's, all the subjects? What's that? I've really let him fall behind on cello. Completely my fault. Because you you practically can't have the online cello class. I don't don't know how you'd pull it off, and they haven't really tried. They check in with the teacher a couple times a week, and they basically talk about Mm -hmm. it, and then you're supposed to be practicing. But um, that's all on your own. They don't have you play over Zoom or anything? I don't know. How would that... I don't know how they would do that. You could one at a time. That might be the better way oh, to yeah. handle it. Yeah, would be to 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 have individual. And I don't know why you couldn't. I don't want to get or myself could, in
4: trouble. Can you but if you're the group leader? I
0: assume teachers are being paid the same. They're always paid, so you know, work a full day.
4: Um, <laughs> well, if you can, as the leader of a Zoom conference, for instance, mute and unmute your students. You could say, "All right, let's all play merrily. We roll along." You'd lose everybody. You'd never get them back to th- what do you, you watch
0: many of these zoom classes
4: <laughs> yeah but I, I mean if you're if you say all right one two three four and your eight cello students are playing it you uh, 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 just unmute one listen to yeah. it for a while all right jimmy sucks and go over to jenny jenny's okay <laughs> sorry, sorry jimmy
0: right. yeah i don't know they haven't tried that but to, to uh, i think it might be easier because there aren't that many students And they're only meeting a couple times a week, so couldn't you just, like, do an individual with each student? Yeah, it seems odd to me that's not happening. But anyway, uh, they have them all there, and they talk, and then you're supposed to be practicing, which would be up to me as the parent to make sure, you know, here's where we are, and we got to practice this. It'd be really hard to do without any guidance whatsoever. Yes. And I can do it because I play musical instruments a little bit, but...
3: But I haven't
4: been doing it. I Just every day, I think, ah, tomorrow we'll do it. (laughs) I'm just telling you, as a guy who had music classes and band and whatever my entire school career, a couple of my band directors were lazy drunks. Drunks are reprobates. (laughs) It could could be. (laughs) Not out of the question. We've now entered Final Thoughts with your host, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. That was angelic. Here's your host, Joe Getty. You know, my junior high band director had a Cuddy Sark whiskey light in his office in the band room. Oh, pretty funny. A whiskey sign. Very nice. Let's get a final thought from everybody (laughs) on the crew. Pressing the buttons. There he is. Michelangelo. Final thought.
2: You know, guys, I really enjoyed the Waffle House story today. And, you know, there's a guy
1: at Denny's that I go to who mops the floor and he's always given me the stink eye. So I think he's become my arch rival. I'm gonna grab his mop next time I go, and we'll see what happens. Just you know,
4: slap him in the face with the wet, dirty thing. This
0: isn't my final thought. We got a text from somebody who's a longtime listener said that's the first time they've ever had to turn us off that Waffle House story. It was pointless.
2: Fine. The goodbye. point was, it was hilarious. See ya. <laughs> Positive Sean. Final thought. Yeah, the reviews are in. America loves "Kiss by a Rose" performed by Actual Seals. <laughs> 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 The way it goes. The way it goes. Fantastic. Wait for it. Wait for it. Wait.
1: Hey, Baby. I'm not
2: going to wait for it. I don't think
4: it'll get any better. You see, Jack. Seal
0: sang the song, and those are actual Seals. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Jack, final thought for us? U.S. food safety inspections have plunged. Every bite of meat you take may be tainted. Fine. Who knows what's going on with those tater tots?
4: How about I cook it and you shut up? I'll be fine. Yummy. Hey, my final thought I mentioned earlier, I almost stepped on a rattlesnake. Well, speaking of beasts, there were, uh, there were, are a mole or moles just ripping up my front yard. Well, I'd like to thank a couple of friends of Armstrong and Getty for setting me up with the mole traps and how to use them. No new mole hills for the last two days. Today, I'm thinking I'm going to dig up the tracks and find a little mole carnage. Wow.
0: And then you got a Put them up on sticks as warnings to other moles.
4: Clearly. Yeah.
0: Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So
4: many people who thank so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. All our clicks are there. We told you about the articles, our podcasts, every single one available. You can buy some fabulous Armstrong and Getty swag, uh, fun stuff, armstrongandgetty.com.
0: We will see you tomorrow. God bless America.
3: Tell the American people the unvarnished truth. Let it rip. Armstrong and Getty.